God bless you and welcome to the solution. I've been thinking a lot about the name of Jesus Christ and just how powerful that name is. And when that name is spoken with believing, there are results. The lame get healed. The blind can see. The unsaved are saved. It's in the name of Jesus Christ that storms are stopped. It's in the name of Jesus Christ that deliverance comes to God's people. Let's look at a few things regarding that name in Acts chapter 2. If you'd like to follow along in your Bible, verse 21 uh, through 24 we'll read. Here it says, And it shall come to pass that whosoever, and this was the Apostle Peter talking on the day of Pentecost after the twelve apostles had received the gift of Holy Spirit and spoken tongues. Peter says here in verse 21, And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as you yourselves also know. Him, Jesus Christ, being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, you have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain, whom God has raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be held by death. Those words spoken by Peter changed people's lives because they believed those words. It shall come to pass, it says here, that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. God is not a liar. God does not withhold his goodness from those who believe his word. Look at verse 36, still in the same chapter. It says, therefore, this is still Peter talking, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus, whom you have crucified, Lord and Christ. When they heard this, they were pricked in their heart, and they said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is unto you, and to your children, and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Has God called you? Is God working in your heart to accept his solution to the problems that we find ourselves in? And the, the biggest problem is the lack of spirit or the lack of eternal life. Well, the solution to that is to believe that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead and to confess Jesus as Lord, to receive the gift of Holy Spirit, to become baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Not talking about water, to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, to be baptized in the Spirit. That's the great solution to the greatest problem for any man or woman, and that greatest problem being the lack of spirit, eternal life. It's that name of Jesus Christ that's above all names. The name of Buddha is not going to save anybody. The name of Muhammad is not going to save anybody. The name of one of the thousands of Hindu gods is not going to save anybody. The name of Krishna is not going to save anybody. It's only 
in the name of Jesus Christ, God's only begotten perfect Son, the Redeemer, the one who died in place of you and I so that we could live, so that we could have eternal life, so that you could have all that God has made available through Christ. Acts chapter 4, let's read verses 1 through 12. Verse 1, it says, Now as they, and this is uh, Peter and John, as they spake unto the people, the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them, the religious people. Verse 2, being grieved. Here they were grieved that they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. They preached that Jesus had been raised from the dead by God. What do we preach? Are we preaching, come to my church? Are we preaching, take my class? Are we preaching some other Jesus? Are we preaching a feel-good gospel? Or are we preaching sin? (laughs) No, we are to preach. Let's follow the example of the first century church, the apostles. We are to preach through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. Verse 3, and they laid hands on them. They arrested them, and they put them in jail unto the next day, for it was now evening. Howbeit many of them, verse 4, which heard the word, believed. And the number of men was about 5,000. Back then, many men and women and children believed when the word was spoken about Jesus being raised from the dead by God the Father, and that the resurrection of the dead is available because of what Jesus Christ accomplished for you and I. There are many, many people today that will still believe if someone will just preach to them God's word, if someone will just tell them the greatness of who God is and what he's done for them through Christ. Let's continue reading. Verse 5, And it came to pass on the next day that the rulers, the elders, and the scribes, and Annas the high priest, and Caiaphas, and John, and Alexander, and as many as were of the kindred of the high priest, they were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when all these religious leaders had set Peter and John before them in the midst, they said to them, By what power or by what name have you done this? (laughs) Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, he said unto them, You rulers of the people, you elders of Israel, If we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, a man who couldn't walk, by what means he is made whole. If you're going to examine us of this, well, verse 10, be it known unto you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him, Does this man stand here before you whole? This is the stone, the rock, Jesus Christ, the stone, the rock, which was set at naught or dismissed of you builders. He has become the head of the corner. Verse 12, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. If we could only see it. Some of us do. Do you see it? Do you see what God has done for you through Christ? He has given you a Redeemer. You can't do it by your own works. Just because you go to church every Sunday, just because you've given 10, 20, 30% at the offering plate, just because you've kneeled on your knees all night in prayer, 
None of that is what saves an individual. What saves an individual is believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 states, well, let me read it. Instead of just trying to do it from memory, I don't want to mess it up because it's just so good. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, For he, God, hath made him, Jesus Christ, to be sin in place of us, who knew no sin. And that word know or knew means to know by experience. Jesus Christ did not know sin by experience. Why did God make him to be sin for us, in place of us? It says right here in the second half of that verse, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Your own self-righteousness will never cut it when it comes to eternal life. The only righteousness that makes it to eternal life is the righteousness of God imparted to you when you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. Here it is. Verse 9, that if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with your heart you believe unto righteousness, and with your mouth confession is made unto salvation. That's what it is. That's how simple it is. That's how powerful the name of Jesus Christ is. Confess Jesus as your Lord. Believe that God raised him from the dead and God places Holy Spirit within you, eternal life, so that you can live the fullness of what God's made available, not only today, but through all eternity. Uh, Ephesians chapter 2. Just a reminder here for us, <laughs> a tremendous reminder. Ephesians chapter 2, verse uh, 8 and 9 I want to read. Let's see here. Verse 8. For by grace are you saved through faith or believing, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. It doesn't say, for by your works are you saved. No, it says by grace are you saved through believing, and that not of yourselves, it's the gift of God. It's nothing you can earn. Jesus Christ earned it for you. Quit fighting against God if you're fighting. Believe his word. Accept salvation through Jesus Christ. Verse 9 says, Not of works, lest any one of us should boast. And knowing the way we are, we surely would boast. If I had a greater salvation than you, or if you had a greater salvation than me, we'd be sure to let everybody know. Well, it's a gift of God, and it's by God's grace, and it's in believing God's solution to man's problem, Jesus Christ. Let's look at one more section of Scripture, Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2, uh, verse 9, and, and right previous to verse 9, it's talking about how Jesus Christ was obedient all the way unto death, and how he made himself of no reputation, and how he was a servant who served God by serving mankind. Well, verse 9 says, In light of all that, wherefore God also has highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven, and things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, 
to the glory of God the Father. There is no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. Jesus Christ did for us what we could never have done for ourselves. He gave his perfect life, trusting and believing his heavenly Father to raise him from the dead, which God did, and now he is seated at God's right hand in the heavenlies, and the greatness of what he has done for us in the giving of the Holy Spirit. Because of his accomplished work, you can live a life well-pleasing to God as you live for him doing the works that he has called you to do through Christ. Your salvation is grace. Rewards after salvation is works. But so important to know and remember, salvation is because of God's grace. It is a gift of God. And there is no name greater than the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Please visit the website, uh, thesolutionradioshow.com. Also, you could visit shopthesolution.com and We've got some things there. There's also a free download of an ebook, of The Solution, that I wrote maybe, oh gosh, 2012, I think it was, so a few years ago. So once again, you have a wonderful day today. I'm thankful for your life and that you've taken the time to listen. Please let me pray, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, that name above all names. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace and for your mercy. Thank you for those that are listening to the sharing and that you would just bless them abundantly today that you would show them great favor that you would show them how valuable they are to you and as they read your word as they think your word that you would open the eyes of their understanding to see the truths that you have for them that you would open the eyes of their understanding that they could see the greatness of what Jesus Christ has done for them is doing and has made available through all eternity for your children I pray for this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.